Hey, everybody. Good morning. Here we are. We're going to bring it today. I got a bunch of stuff to talk to you about, really. I want to talk about the pinch, lumber prices, and just do what's right. Pink Floyd, baby. It's a gas. It's a gas. Sometimes it's a gas. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about something that's near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about the pinch, lumber prices, and do what's right. First of all, I want to talk a little bit about why I do what I do. My name's Russ Story. I am CEO, Presidente of Story Wealth Management Group here in Douglas. We um, down here in South Georgia, it's warming up. And so is uh, inflation, something called inflation. It's warming up too. So I want to talk a little bit about what's going on there and some causes and effect. And perhaps we can uh, become enlightened a little bit based on uh, what I've seen over the years. Okay. One of the reasons I do what I do, I've been doing this for 25 years and uh, it ain't all fun and games. Okay. So one of the things that, that, that's caused me to do what I do, we serve a lot of folks who are in retirement before retirement. I'm an investment advisor. We do um, an awful lot of work with folks right before retirement, in retirement, starting retirement, into retirement. But one of the reasons I do what I do, my grandmother, bless her heart, my grandfather was a postmaster at um, the post office, uh, and he had a, he was a career uh, post, uh, post, uh, postman basically worked for the post office. And, um, one of the things that I saw take place, he, he retired and he passed away a year later. He died at 66 years of age. Uh, mighty young. Well, my grandmother, I was the oldest and my mother was their only child. So being the oldest grandson, um, I was involved with, you know, what was going on and, and uh, helping her when things came up about rental houses. My grandfather, when he um, was around, was able to manage some of that property, and they did some some work there, and he was able to keep them up and do what was necessary. But after he passed away, my grandmother, over several years, um, she used to always trade a Mercury. She used to drive a Mercury Marquee. I remember she had a dark-colored one. She had a, a beige-colored one, and she had a yellow one you know, different times, but every couple of years she'd trade that mercury. Right. And, um, but after my grandfather died, things changed over time. Um, years after he passed and, and he was no longer on the scene. Um, she, she, I noticed, you know, she was driving that same yellow mercury for years. And as time passed, I remember talking to her some and, and she said, you know, uh, I would like to do so-and-so. I'd like to go see my sister. I'd like to do this, but right now I'm in a little pinch. And I remember <clears throat> that's the way she phrased it, a little pinch. And, you know, as a young guy, young man, you know, I'm in, you know, college, I'm in, in uh, high school. I didn't really understand what that meant, right? But now I do. I know if you know anything about the 80s coming out of, uh, you know, Carter days, we had, it was, it was, 
it was a lot of inflation going on and then interest rates begin to, to drop after uh, things kind of got under control there economically in the United States. So my grandmother was faced with a situation where interest rates were going down on the CDs, prices were going up, they were left with that. So it was, it was tough. We had, she had, she was faced with a reality that interest rates were coming down on her CDs and prices were going up. And that's she, after a few years, you know, you got that, you know, interest going down and price going, you run into a little pinch out there. And certainly she saw that. So as time passed and I, I learned some things, I started working, doing what I, but that was always a big influence on me and why. So recently I had somebody, I talked about this on last podcast, but I had a, a, a friend of mine come out and, and ask me, you know, Russ, my aunt, my mother, they're kind of running out of money. Is there anything we can do? I don't want to, I don't want that to happen to me. And of course he's not retired yet, but he's getting closer every day. Right. So he said, you know, is there something we can do to keep that from, from happening? Well, I've been talking about what I'm about to talk about for the last 15 years. And for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like, I guess folks think, well, you know, Russ is full of hot air. That's really not going to happen. Things will be managed in such a way that it won't be, you know, such a, a big issue. Uh, I'm not going to worry about it because I really don't know what I can do about it if I do believe that there is an issue, right? Well, here I am again. I'm pounding the table, okay? I'm going to talk about I'm going to bring it, okay? I'm going to talk a little bit about rising prices and why you, especially if you're retiring now, need to understand what I'm talking about, need to take heed, okay? Um, what have lumber prices done since November? I mean, lumber prices are up. I was reading an article day before yesterday talking about lumber prices. A guy bought some building materials. He spent $10,000 back in November. Today, he spent over $40,000. That's a 400% increase in price. Okay, and that's for basic building materials, right? Now, I also know that cement, concrete, a lot of these materials that are necessary to build the infrastructure, to build um, housing, we got to have a couple things, right? We got to have food, shelter, and clothing, right? You remember that part in school? So when lumber prices go up, we got an issue. Gas prices, what have they done? A lot of people want to say, well, that's, you know, Joe Biden's run prices from $2.12 to $2.92. That's a four, almost a 40% increase. I mean, what about groceries? Groceries are going up. If, I mean, if, if diesel's gone up 40% and it takes money to ship the lettuce from the field to the grocery store, do you think that interest, that, that prices are going to rise? Yes, if packaging is is increased, they're going to pass that on to guess who? To you. They're going to pass that cost on to you. Now, we're sitting here and we're talking about different things. You know, okay, so here's, Hannah, pull this up for me if you could. You know, here was an article, 5-2 of 21, Wall Street Journal. Lumber prices break new records, adding heat to home prices, Right. Um, here's a, here's a piece from the U S energy, uh, department, department of energy. You go down here and take a look, uh, regular gasoline, um, conventional areas. Let's reformulate. Let's see. $2 and one cent to $2 and 77 cent 
Here's, uh, let me see, I was looking at one. Let's see, regular, 210 to, what's that, 285? That's about a 38, 30, what is that? But yeah, about a 38, 39% increase in price. I mean, that's from November of 20 to, to, to April of 21. Now, I got a few questions. So do you think that's going to continue? Do you think, well, I got Russ, that can't continue on. That's it, man. Well, uh, again, hear me now and believe me later. All right. One of the things that's going on. All right. We, we, we got, we got some issues. Here's NBC news. Um, I don't know if you can see that. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, just click current side. Where right there. Uh, okay. Hold on. Ah, I just didn't want to do that. You down here. Is that doing it? Yeah, and then click from current slide. Hey. And just click your arrow. Food prices, they're creeping higher. Here's what NBC News had to say yesterday. Food prices in the last year have gone up substantially, said one nutrition policy expert. Now, this ain't rocket science, right? The price of food and gas is going up. It's going to stay that way for a while, right? Food prices, okay? So this is this is incredible stuff, all right? Now, the, the and what I mean is, you know, this is not something that's just, you know, just, just happened, okay? Now, we're beginning to kind of get it in the face, and I'm going to talk about some reasons why here in just a second. But let me share with you what the reality of the situation is. We've experienced in this country about a 3.6-3.7% rate of inflation for a long, long time. Okay. Inflation's real. Inflation's happening. And I'm trying to pull up an inflation calculator here. And it's um bottom line is it's let me see if I can try it again. But you know what it's going to show you is basically um what what's going on with uh with inflation. When I was born in 1963, right? 1963, $100. You had 100 bucks. Well, in 1963, and I'm 58 years old now, right? So 1963, $100. How much would it take today to buy the same thing? How much would it take today to buy the same thing that it took in 1963? Well, here it is. Okay, we finally got it pulled up. 1963, $100. It takes $856.95 today to buy the same goods and services that it took in 1963 with 100 bucks. So eight and a half times the money, right? Now you say, well, golly, Russ, that's uh, a long period of time. You know, I mean, that's, that's you know, kind of what, well, okay, well, let's go by and play the game here. Let's say, um, mm, let's see, 94. Let's say, the, let's go back 25 years. When 25 years is taken. So you go on down here and it's got kind of a neat little breakdown. It's that there's a picture. Let me ask you a question. Has inflation really gone up crazy and then not done anything for a while? Now you just hadn't thought about it because you don't want to face into it. This is something that me as a financial advisor, you guys, when you invest money, you have a tendency to worry about, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to lose my money. But what you don't realize is, is that the alternative is this, and that's the devaluation of your money. 
If you got money in a CD and you could draw 2%, you can't do it right now. But let's say just for fun, you could. Inflation is average 3.72%. So if you take 2%, which you can't get, minus 3.7%, you're losing 1.7 whatever percent a year. Now, did you call me, Russ Story, Financial Advisors, Story Wealth Management Group, your money, your story to try to figure out how to lose money? No, I don't think you did. And I wouldn't be in business very long if that's what I did. But keep in mind, we've been doing this for about 25 years. I want to share with you going down here a minute here. Yeah. So let's say that we have that kind of inflation. Right now, you're retiring, you got $100,000 coming in. This is what I know. Under normal, I hate to say it, under, under heinous uh, inflationary times, 100000 is now you're going to have to have 180000 to live just as good as you did 25 years ago. What does that mean for the retiree? What does that mean if you're retiring? Well, Russ, I got my pension coming in or I got Social Security. How much did Social Security give two, three years ago? How much have they raised your cost of living? You know, doesn't it supposed to have a, a COLA, a cost of living adjustment, COI? And that's for, you know, that's a, it's a, for a raise that just to keep you on par. But what the government does is what they've been doing for a long time. They pencil whip you. All right. They, they say, well, <clears throat> we don't like the numbers now, the inflationary numbers. So we're going to change the way it's calculated. So they pencil whip you and they basically beat you out of that cost of living adjustment. And what do they do? They raise your Medicare premium or whatever. And uh, so ultimately you, you're, you're stuck, right? Okay. So these are real numbers. This isn't my, they, they, look, this is from, you know, these guys are putting this together and I'll be honest, this is based on the new way to calculate inflation. This inflation tool.com. I would say that this is probably really underestimating <clears throat> because they're using the government numbers. But okay, I'll play that game. We'll use government numbers. But here, you know, how are you going to increase your income without running out of money? See, the problem is if you don't have some growth or have investments where you have exposure to try and keep pace with inflation in your retirement portfolio, then you're going to start at some point in time. It might be three years, five years, 15 years. You're going to start what I call burning the furniture to keep warm. You know, if you're burning the furniture to keep warm at home, guess what? Well, the fireplace might look nice for a little while, but you're going to turn around pretty soon. You're not going to have to, you're not going to have a place to lay down to sleep because you're burning your furniture, right? This is the heinous thing that inflation does to you. All right. So, I mean, you, you, you say now, this is when normal inflation is happening. You go back since 1963, you're looking at about 3.7% a year, whatever. Depending on what numbers you can play with that, but but that's kind of where we are. So I want to go back and I want to talk a little bit about inflation and what it really, really is. Okay, because we're we're seeing it right now. And they're gonna smack you in the face with it. But I've been preaching this same sermon for the last 20 years, honestly. I've been talking about this issue. You know, my friend comes to me, hey Russ, you know, my mom and my my aunt, they they're they're running out of money. Yes. I, look, here here's here's what we gotta do. You know, lumber prices going from 10 grand to 40 grand, gas going up, groceries going up, taxes. What do you think they're going to do? Biden's talking about, but I'm going to tell you something. Raising capital gains tax and raising income tax is, is, is nothing. 
compared to what inflation is about to do, I believe to me and, and my clients and my people and, and who have out here and tried to work hard because this is a, 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 a tax that affects everybody, especially poor people. And you know, of all the yapping going on that I hear on CNN, different places, I don't hear one word about what they're trying to do or going to do to help try to reduce inflation. Have you heard that? Have you heard that Biden's got a great plan to reduce inflation? Let's talk about inflation a minute and let's talk about, you know, what it is. You know, a lot of people think that getting money from these stimulus checks and having this money come into their payroll account by the hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's like, wow, this is pretty cool, man. We're getting free money, right? Listen, there ain't nothing free. It ain't free. Okay. You might think it is, but it ain't free. That cost is going through and, you know, you get the stimulus checks. Boy, I got free money, man. This is awesome. I love it. You know, college loans, maybe they're going to forgive those. Who knows what the government's going to do. But the, the bottom line is inflation is not inflation of prices per se. What inflation refers to economically is the inflation of the money supply. When you look at inflation in the dictionary, what you'll see, it talks about, you know, like, like blowing up a tire. We inflate a, a pool toy or we inflate a, a tire for a car. We, our bicycle, we're going to inflate that. So what do we do? We blow it up and we make it bigger. Well, the reality is that's what the government's doing. They're printing more money. They're inflating the money supply. And that, in turn, is going to have more cheap money sloshing around, chasing the same number of goods and services, right? So by them increasing the amount of money out there, they're not increasing supply. They're not making more bicycles, right? But they're just creating more money to go and chase that product. So bicycles by what? They because the equilibrium of the markets and the way they work, it requires more capital. So you got to have more. So as a result of that, the government spends money. There's a cost. This is inflationary right now. Who inflates the money supply? Doesn't have anything to do with consumer demand. Doesn't have anything to do with folks wanting to say, well, you know, the consumer sentiment. No, that doesn't have anything. It's all about the government printing money and inflating the money supply. And they've been doing it at an incredibly, in, in my opinion, incredibly reckless way of late. Okay. And they've used this as an excuse, COVID, and the fact that the economy slowed down. They used that as, a, as an opportunity, in my opinion, to, um, to um, uh, hijack uh, a very efficient and, and good economic system. Okay, what we're moving toward is a government. Look, the government doesn't add any supply of goods and services, right? When they're printing this money, <clears throat> people already go after it. The prices go up. So that, you know, we say, well, gosh, that's inflationary. Well, the government's inflationary. All right, prices are just going up. So the problem is because things go up, we start buying less. You with me? Hang with me. So when we start buying less because you know, our favorite whatever is more expensive, what does that do to the economy? Slows it down, doesn't it? Does slowing down the economy in the United States create more or less jobs? Less. So what we've got here is a poorly, to me, 
And look, I'm a shade tree guy. I deal with folks. I, I talk to people every day, but I've seen what this does. I know my grandmother's situation. She had a little pinch. I know what lumber prices are doing right now, and I can see this on the horizon. I can't help but believe we're about to go through one of the most dramatic price inflationary times driven price increases driven through by this inflation of the government, the Federal Reserve and our government policies right now. And I think it's going to be it's going to be bad. Prices are going to go up. They're going to continue to go up. So I, I, I got to tell you, you know, look, OK, Russ, smarty pants. What do you do about it? Let me tell you what you do about it. You have an investment portfolio that, you know what, you're scared. You better, you, you need to be scared. If you got all your money sitting in a CD or bonds, you need to be fearful right now. Okay. You need a second opinion and somebody to sit down and explain to you the dangers and what you've got. Nobody sat down with my grandmother and explained them to, to mama. Okay. That's what we called her. Um, nobody sat down and explained to her what, what this would do. Nobody sat down with her and my grandparents and, and, and explained to them what would happen in an inflationary environment when interest rates are coming down. You think interest rates are going to go up much? You think the federal government's going to even print more money to try to? They're going to do everything. Look, here's how bad it is. This is what's so horrible. I mean, the government's printing money to buy their own government debt. Okay, you think they're going to stop that? Come on, now hang with me, okay? I mean, don't get yourself. Do everything possible. Get informed. Act. Get somebody to look at a second opinion for your investment portfolio. If you need us, look, we're here. I'm, I'm, I'm begging you. I mean, I'm, but I'm afraid in the next ten years, if if you don't take look, there's uh, commodities and materials, ex U.S. Uh, currency. I do believe the U.S. dollar. Look, I'll make some bold predictions. You know me. I said thirty-five thousand on the Dow at the beginning of the year, and guess what? We're we're knocking on the door, baby. Okay, I said the whole year. I, I was, I think, grossly um, underestimated what all this cheap money is going to do. Look, here's where all this money's going. Okay, the money's going three or four places. Right. Number one, it's going to be inflationary. It's going to make everything, all products, goods, and services are going to go up in price. Be prepared. It's also going to go in the stock market. Okay. It's going to drive the prices of bonds down, in my opinion, but it's going to raise the stock market prices. Okay. Number three, it, or it, it's going, it's going to, it, it's going to, it's going to go to real estate. Real estate values and prices are probably going to, going to go up too. Okay. And, and I think along with everything else, you know, when you wage war on the energy industry, you cut down pipeline and you stop the the pumping of oil out here in the Gulf, and you put moratoriums. You, you wage war as a as a as a government policy, then you're you're going to have a reduction in supply ultimately, and you're going to have increases in energy prices. And in my opinion, it makes everything go up. Okay, so uh, anyway, so let me see if I can get back here and figure out how to. Um, yeah, here, here's an idea. Okay. This is, this is pretty crazy. This is a cumulative inflation. You want to talk about reality? You want to talk about, you know, the boogeyman? Check this out. This is what we've been faced with of late. And I'm telling you, this ain't nothing compared to what we're going to face. 1910, a dollar. By 1920, you know, inflation was up 100%. 
Then about 1960, it started, it started popping. And then Nixon in 74 got us off the gold standard, and you see what happened then, straight up. We got nothing to peg the currency. It's absolutely fiat. It's just based on supply and demand. Now, the argument was that Nixon put us on the oil standard, and that's how come, you know, but, but, but whatever, whatever. I mean, you just can't keep printing this stuff. There's going to be a cost, okay? So let me, let me get out of this. And, but look at that. You, you know, this, this ain't just today. This has been going on for years and years, okay? And this is something that we at Story Wealth Management Group have worked diligently to try to keep my clients out of a little pinch and have their investments working toward moving in a direction that will provide them for a rising income. Because hear me now and believe me later, you're going to need it. Okay, inflation is bad. Did I make that clear? Hannah? Yes. Are, am I rocking and rolling here with the inflation is bad? Yes. Okay, it ain't good. Well, it allows the future to pay off debt uh, with discounted dollars. Hogwash. Inflation is a terrible Perhaps Make some changes in your investment portfolio and in your life maybe to try and make sure that you don't run out of money because you know what? It's been going on. You guys been sitting there sleeping through about 3.7% inflation over the last 58 years on average per year. And but but I don't think you're going to sleep through this one. Okay? I think they're printing money. I mean, it's smoking, okay? It it is out of control. And I think uh, if I scared you this morning, uh, uh maybe that's a good thing, but I'm I'm going to I'm going to tell you what's on my heart and I'm going to share with you uh, these issues. And I think we we better get ready, fasten our seatbelts for um, for some some um, some different times. So, hey, this is Russ Story. Give us a call, storywealth.com. Phone number 912-384-0030. Send me an email, rstory at storywealth.com. We appreciate you. We love you. God bless.